0: Miller Lite, the official beer partner of your Philadelphia Phillies, is proud to serve as presenting sponsor of WIP's High Hopes Pod. So whether you're listening to the game, catching up on the latest High Hopes Pod, or at the ballpark, remember, it tastes like Miller time, Phillies fans. Celebrate responsibly. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Ops podcast. Jack Fritz, if the Phillies score 17 runs, I'll give them a yo. They deserve a yo, Jack Fritz. They scored 17 runs.
1: Where were you when Bird Poop changed the Philly season? That's what I'm wondering, James.
0: None of that. Why? None of that. Why? Where were you when the High Hopes live show changed the Philly season? That's Is true. the actual thing that changed the season. Let's be real. Yeah, that's okay? on me.
1: That's on me. And listen, people at Peanut. Uh, bad at,
0: job by you, Jack. the, it's the a pe- bad job. The
1: people at, at Goldenberg's and, and Peanut Shoes, I mean, the, the results are the results. They scored 17 runs. We had a, a, a Facebook Live sponsored by Goldenberg's Peanut Shoes. I think we need to do another one. And uh, if this propels the Phils into a first place, you know, you know, they go on a little bit of a run here. You know, I think I think we need to do another one. So this is on them now.
0: Yeah, it's on them. And uh, for those who don't know, Jack Gate 13 peanut shoes. He felt it. The oh, under. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. The and, under
0: hit. And it turned out that, that 18 and a half was literally impossible for you. That
1: was a lot of I peanut chews. And like they were very good. It was just I got to the point where I was like, this is a lot of this is a lot of candy. This is a lot of candy. So um yeah, I I, I did I choked. Um it was not a good performance. Um and somehow the Phillies scored more runs than peanut chews <laughs> consumed.
0: That Jeff, yeah, that's actually amazing. Like if we had gone in and said, who does, like, the line is not 18 and a half, it's more Phillies runs tonight or Fred's peanut chews, 100% of people would have said you would have won. Like,
1: 100%. I know, I know. And the Phillies took that personally. A bird pooped on them. and, And they went on a little bit of a, it was a fun, it was a fun laughter of a game. You know, Matt Joyce yeah. broke the unwritten rules and hit a grand slam for no reason, but
0: whatever. Tony Larusa, I heard, actually flew in, slapped Matt Joyce in the face, and then flew out.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's a, weird. You have weird. To, you have to do that to maintain order in Major League Baseball.
0: Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, speaking of that Facebook Live uh, event that changed the Phillies season. Yeah, I hope
1: now. Now this is this is a direct message to the people that put together the Phillies video yearbook. I know that your takeaway from two nights ago is going to be the bird poop change the Philly season. I would just like the person that puts together the Phillies yearbook to say, also, the High Hopes podcast sponsored by Goldenberg's Peanut Juice, Facebook Live uh, also changed the fortunes of the Philly season.
0: Yeah, we just want our due. I mean, I, I, I mean, we, we got
1: Bryce here. Happened, happened we, we got Bryce here. We got them to re-sign JT. I mean, we got Brian Barber here for them. We got Caleb Cotham here for them. I mean, we're
0: this close to getting Jim Nance here to call the game.
1: that's right. well, we don't wanna we don't wanna disrespect some people here, so Jim might no, have to wait no, his we turn. Would never right we
0: would never we would never
1: but but you know, we do a lot for the Phillies, and um, I would just like a shout out in the Phillies video yearbook.
0: yeah, I think it's fair. all right, speaking of this um momentous I hope's Facebook Live show, I, let's call it momentous, legendary, whatever you want to, you know, important. Important's a word. That's a word. Right. Uh, you'll, you'll get to hear some of that. Yeah. Uh, about uh, 26 minutes ish, somewhere in that range. Yeah. The and, audio and, got a little bad after. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was when all the questions happen after. So you get to hear us give all the takes that the third of the season, June 1st takes prior. Uh, you will miss all the awesome Jim Nance comments we got. But shout out to everyone who commented about Jim Nance. I love you with all my heart. Um, so we're gonna play that in a minute. Uh, but first, uh, Jack, uh, and then we'll do a take back after we're we're here. But um, 17 to 3, quickly, any look. That I think we can all agree having two off days and by the way, it's supposed to rain in Philly tomorrow. So fingers crossed, but mm. two off days after a 17 run barrage was not ideal, but can this carry forward at all? I mean, it, you know, can this be a bats come alive game that, that, that has any staying power, buddy?
1: Yeah, obviously. Um, of course it does. <laughs> I got like, Oh gosh, it's, these last two days have been brutal. Like it's so funny because when you watch them every night, you're like, "Ah, oh, this is miserable." And then you, they're gone, and it's like, "I need them. I need them. I need them back." Like these.
0: Now, to be fair, it was after that game. We're yeah. like, Oh, mm. we need them back. If it had been the day before, after the 11-1 game, we're like, "Yeah, take some time." Yeah. Take a few days. Yeah.
1: But when you're hot, you're hot, and the Phillies are clearly hot right now. So, um, <laughs> you know what's yeah, you know what's funny though is that uh. We've done this before, right, where we're like, oh, this is the thing that's going to turn them around. You know, the, the Harper-Rand slam. It's like, well, if they don't go on a run now, then they're never going to go on a run. And there's a couple moments last year, even this year, where it's like, all right, there it is. Like, what if the bird poop is the thing that turns them around? I mean, the crazier things have happened. Like, I just... It, listen, the offensive thing, it, it could carry them forward. Um, you know, I guess they kind of went into it. You know, they washed away May. May was brutal. But the thing is, like... They could play well in June, but like their their offense is a or their their, their schedule is a gauntlet. So, it's
0: brutal, Jack. Right. The schedule, I mean, it's up up to honestly up till the All-Star break. The schedule's brutal.
1: Fun. Um Yeah.
0: B- yeah. But yeah. next week we get to go to Los Angeles and San Francisco. Or wow, that's going to be that you know, we a week from Monday we get to go out west. That should be great.
1: I think the, the last time the Phillies were out west, McCutcheon tore's ACL. Is that, is that what I remember?
0: Uh, I mean, it was definitely the last year they were out West. I don't know if they had another West Coast trip. That was in May. So you would think maybe they had a West Coast trip later in the season, but right. I, I don't remember. Um,
1: But, yeah, I, I can't wait. Although, I mean, that's going to be some late nights. But as I always say, real ones stay up for the late games. So You're uh, damn right. I will be there. I will be very excited to be there. I love West Coast games. So whatever. But, like,
0: I do not. I used I know, to. I know. And then you get up early, Jack. And then you turn fifty. Sleep in, come in whenever you want. I gotta get up at six in the morning, Jack. So well, not a fan.
1: I get up at seven, so I whatever. Um well that's on my choice, so I could definitely sleep in if I wanted yeah, You but,
0: don't have to get yeah, exactly. Yeah, well listen, sometimes you gotta start the day. Yeah,
1: I mean sometimes you gotta start today, get a good hearty breakfast, get out there for a run, water the grass. I mean, some 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 sometimes men yeah. gotta do men Ho- things.
0: Homeowner stuff. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah.
1: I mean it. I'm really. I don't know if you can tell. But Jackie
0: I'm, domesticated.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm definitely matured. I mean, many people oh, are saying it's clear. this. Yeah,
0: it's clear. Right. I mean, I, I don't know how you couldn't tell. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. So I think. <laughs> do I think it can propel them? I think it. I, first off, I think they're too talented to stay down forever. Like, I, I just, I, in my heart, I feel like they're a better offense. I and and I just, I think they're going to figure it out. Um, could this kind of be a big exhale moment for them that can get them going? Sure. Um, but I'm I'm at the point where I get, I just gotta see it. Like, I just, I gotta see it. I, I, the vibes are good. I like I like, I really like the bird poop thing. I just hope that's something that they can kind of roll with. And maybe they're like, ah, well, it can't get worse than this. And then they went and scored 17 runs. So, um, like maybe it's something for them. Maybe it's something they can like rally around. I don't know if it's going to be as catchy as the bamboo. I don't know if they need to, uh, go, you know, Get bird cages and <laughs> just have them above Citizens Bank Park. I don't know if we're at that that point, but um, I do think it's I do think they're they're always too talented to stay down, and I hope that they can get on a roll here because the only way this team was ever going to win anything or be good was if the offense was going to carry them. So um, Reese has been pretty consistent for for a month now, which is good to see. And, you know, as he goes, maybe the offense goes. I don't know. I, I'm more hopeful than, than than I believe it. But, man, uh, I need it.
0: Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to put it. Hopeful. I, it's, we've had too many of these to, to just blindly say, oh, this is it, this is it. I mean, this Segura, Girardi thing, we talked about that, Harper getting it in the face, the reaction that, like we've had multiple of these things throughout the year already. We're like, all right, there's the thing, this is the galvanizing moment, now the run comes. So I agree, it needs to happen before I'm gonna say what the moment was. We can look back in hindsight and say, oh, the bird poop, AKA actually the High Hopes uh, live show. Whatever, we can point to those things, but I I need to see it. to believe it's going to happen. But to your point, look, the, the offense, A, as we've talked about many times, like it should be better. It will be better. Guys won't be as bad as they've been, particularly Alec Boehm and guys like that. But um, also like, also to your point, like they have to be better. Like this offense, if this team is going to go anywhere past, you know, a, a lost season, it's because of the offense. Like the offense has to be better. Um, All right. What stuck out to you from the game? It's of anything uh, at like, any moments that really stuck out to you other than, of course, the greatest moment in the game? Ronnie Torres going yard, Jack Fritz. What else stuck out to you?
1: Well, Nick Maton's never seen the field again, right? I mean.
0: I mean, Ronnie Torres, what a star. Dude, how
1: happy do you think Girardi was?
0: It's it's the first thing that he's gotten right. It's the first thing that he's, he's like, all right, this is my guy. Yep. He's on the team because of me. Yep. The pitching version of that, not working out so well, David Hale. Um, yeah, I think Girardi's psyched for his boy, Ronnie.
1: Yeah. It is funny, though, that we put David Hale and him together when David Hale never pitched for Girardi.
0: Really? Yeah, he never pitched he for wa- him. What?
1: Yeah, I know. It's David like
0: It was was with the Yankees, though. Yeah, I know.
1: I know. He never pitched for Girardi. What? Yeah, I know. It's like this. People always say that, but he never played for him.
0: That's so, is that really true? I, I, I,
1: I'm going to double, I'm, I'm going to double check it. But oh, i so wait,
0: did Girardi get fired in 2017 or 2018 after
1: 2017?
0: Yeah, well, then, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, Yankee... if it was 2018, then he played for him. If it was 2017, no, he,
1: was every... he was fired after 17. Yeah,
0: wow, <laughs> I know. Look at that
1: busting narratives that's... over here.
0: That's pretty wild. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're a narrative buster. So, then why the hell is David Yel- Hale here?
1: Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the <laughs> other point. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea why he's here at this point, but um, no. <laughs> Like Nola's fine, you know. I mean, like how he pitched was fine, right? I mean, he went how far? Yeah, really. he's yeah but,
0: like he, like, yeah, but
1: he still allowed three runs or less and went six innings. Like
0: it's In five innings. He
1: went five, five innings, innings. Jack. Five innings. Like yeah, buddy. I know. It's just like he gotta. He's got to get it back. I mean, it's been ever since the, ever since the complete game. He's just been fine, and like he's not bad. Like he's definitely not bad. It's just he's not great. And and and. For them to to kind of you know go on a run here, they're gonna need Nola's to get back to being Nola. Um, but yeah, it's 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 definitely worrisome, um, and he just he needs to be better. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. The weather's warming up; it's gonna be ninety degrees this weekend. Um, it's time for Nola's to kind of kind of get back on track. So um, yeah, he was you know he was whatever. My other takeaway was, and I, it, it felt more drastic than I'd seen. Like I guess Boehm's always been a little bit open, but he did. To me, have more of an open stance. Um, on on Tuesday, Wednesday, on Wednesday. Um, so it's interesting because I think that no, it was Tuesday, but um, it looked more open to me, and maybe that's part of the plan to get him to be able to hit inside pitches more consistently. Um, so look out for that. Uh, look out for that this weekend. He did have two knocks, which is good. Hit a couple balls hard. Um, in the game before, so maybe he's kind of coming out of this a little bit. And man. <laughs> Do they need him to come out of this?
0: Yeah, I, more than anything, I, I think you could really look at this team and say he's the single biggest X Factor player on the team. You know, I mean, you need Harper to come back and, and be healthy and be Bryce Harper. You need JT to get back to what he was before and all that stuff. But in reality, like the one guy who can just completely change the fortunes of this lineup by being. Even a, a semblance of what he was last year is boom. Like it changes everything. So
1: well, they were a top you, six. They were a top six offense when Boom was here last year. Hey, um, don't don't
0: step on the Facebook uh, live. We're about to play too much.
1: Oh, uh, did I?
0: <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. I'm
1: joking. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm kidding. What well, I was about to say. Uh, I did think though that 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 the the hit to make it three two. You know, two two. Uh, the the kind of little poke to left center. You know, the kind of little a little single, but, but that felt like a big hit for him. Like he was really fired up at first base after that, like kind of felt like, you know, big spot tie game. I don't know. You know, look, it, all it takes is a couple of those, or even one of those sometimes to, to get some confidence back and start rolling. And it feels like a lot of bones issues right now related to confidence.
1: I agree. I agree. Cause he was definitely getting frustrated. He was definitely down and, you know, maybe, maybe, Tuesday night got of got him going a little bit because, again, he, they were a good offense with him last year, and, and if they can get him going again, Phils might be going on a little bit of a run here.
0: Oh, buddy. Uh-oh. Oh, buddy. Uh-oh. All right. Well, w- with that in mind, uh, let's listen to the thing, the moment, the legend that changed the season. The High Hopes Facebook Live show brought to you by Goldenberg's Peanut Juice. We're going to play that. We're going to be back. For us, it's going to be like two seconds. For you, a little bit longer. We'll be back, and we'll still be here in a different place. But here, was that confusing enough, Jack?
1: Yeah, way I set that up. Right on time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Here's the Facebook Live show. Hey. All right. We are live, Jack Fritz. What? Well, High Hopes hour. They let us do this? Brought to you by Peanut Juice. Jack, he's getting ready. Look at this. So the over under, let's set the stage. The most important thing, we're obviously going to talk Phillies here on high ups hour. But the over under is 18 and a half. The yeah. time has started. It starts the moment the hour begins. Right. So you have to eat nineteen to win. Yeah. And hey, full disclosure, yeah. I had two during the show.
1: <laughs> so this is <laughs> Well, a th-
0: I can say I walked by your studio and I saw the bag open and I was like, man. All right, Jack Keffer, that's one. That's one. One. On the board. All right. I was hungry. Uh Goldenberg's Pianchos. The best candy around, flat out. Of course, Philly's own. We love it. Um, so we'll see how many Jack can eat. All right, let's dive in, buddy. Oh, man. Fun baseball team. Yeah, well, so we set this up, what, like, uh, a month ago or whatever, right? They're like, hey, let's do this thing. It'll be super fun. We're like, peanut chews. We freaking love peanut chews. Like, this is perfect. This is awesome. Peanut chews are the best. And we're like, oh, we'll, we'll do it June 1st, right? June 1st, uh, a third of the season done. The check-in. You start to take things seriously. We'll have a fun baseball team to talk about, Jack Fritz. Well, that's, and that's, that's what it's supposed to be. I know. Like it was like
1: 50, everyone says, oh, you don't know your baseball team until you're 50 games in. <laughs> I think I know this baseball team. I think I know him. I think I might, I might know this baseball team too well. Uh, Hasn't been a fun run. <laughs> no. But, but.
0: Listen, <laughs> there's we'll, a we'll, but there. Okay. Yeah, we'll still talk about him and still yeah. be excited about him. Well, and look, with, with Jack Fritz here, there's always going to be some level of positivity, as you all know. I right. mean. Jack can talk himself into anything when it comes yeah. to the Phillies.
1: And listen, I I might have concocted a way to talk myself okay, back into the good. scene.
0: Because that's where I want to start. We'll get into specific players and all that type of stuff. It's like a third of the season check-in here. It's, it's real now. Let's just start with an overview, though, because, Jack, I mean, buddy, give me some positivity. It's been a bad game. Bad run lately. The uh, Obviously, 11-1 yesterday in Cincinnati. Lose yeah. two in Tampa. Not that surprising. The It felt like the two of four in, in Miami were like, whoa, they split a series in Miami. Things are looking up. And
1: they should have won. They should have won three of four. They should have won three. Uh, if our manager didn't pitch to Corey Dickerson yeah, with buddy. the three-one count. Yeah. If
0: our manager didn't, could be the name of the uh, yeah. the yearbook at the end of this year, the video yearbook. Yeah, the year so partial if
1: you're looking for positivity... I got one for you. Please, that's what I need. The I need Phillies, positivity about the Phillies right yeah, now. Yeah, and this this might be too nerdy for for the for for our listeners. <laughs> Not for our. I mean, our come listeners on, our listeners are nerds. I yeah. know. but there's a different. You know, sometimes different
0: audience. It's true. But people could just be checking to see what we look like. Right.
1: That's actually what most people do. Uh, I like, well, I well,
0: see. That was what Joe Cameron said today on the midday show. He's like, when we were promoting it, he's like, oh yeah, if you ever wonder what Seltzer looks like, check it out. And I'm like, oh yeah. I know. We work on the radio. Believe it or not. it's a great many, point. Many people have said that we have faces <laughs> for radio. Um,
1: but but they do have three starters in the top ten in F4. They do. Which is awesome. And it's like, nerdy. F4. F4. And that's not <laughs> b um, But if you are...
0: Yeah, as if war wasn't nerdy enough.
1: Right. But if you're looking for a positive and, a, and for a reason why this team could turn around, it comes down to that. Because you have three legitimately good starting pitchers. Um, Wheeler's been unbelievable.
0: I mean... One of the best pitchers in baseball.
1: Matt Clementeck's like, best signing, and yes, that that counts. Yeah, the I mean, three hundred thirty million dollar well, man. <laughs> I mean,
0: sure, absolutely his best signing. Wait, what else? What else we got here? I ERA mean, is, is ERA's down on the. Two the threes. Jay Bruce trade, Jack. That was oh, a good move. That's your
1: guy, Jay Bruce. <laughs> I like Jay Bruce. I
0: still like Jay Bruce.
1: But but if you're looking for a positive, I mean, that's three starters that should give you a chance to win on a night in night out basis, and like. Eflin, I feel like, has taken a bit of a step back recently. He looks tired to me. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like, you know, the whole heavy body thing. That, yeah, we. it's been a thing. Right, and, and, thing. and it kind of looks like he's he's getting back to that a little bit. Like, he's not totally finishing his pitches. He's kind of cut himself off, and he's, like, it doesn't look as crisp as it looked earlier in the year. So, um, but he's still, like, even when he's not pitching well, Eflin's at a point where he's going to give you a chance to win every night. I mean, that's what he's done. Um, Velasquez... Kind of went back to being <laughs> Vinny last night, didn't he? But, like, I, st- I think that was more of a blip. I think Vinny can be better than that. And then five, if they, if they want to do a Spencer Howard, Ranger Suarez piggyback, and that can, I mean, it was great in the Marlins series, that's something. The, the, the fact that they have five guys on most nights that should give them a chance to win is something to look
0: It is, look it is. And, look, if you want positivity, that's two. two. Keffer, two. Shout out to Jack Keffer setting this whole thing up. The man. The better Jack. I didn't say that, but... Uh. I'm try not to do it into the mic. Like, you know? I'll talk. All, right. All right, I'll give you some positivity, too. And these are more... Yours is like a concrete thing that is happening now. These guys are good. I'm going to talk about... Alec Bohm can't be this bad, right? Like, he cannot be. I came into this season saying he might be the best hitter on the team, Jack Fritz. By the end
1: of the year, uh, he was going to be the best offensive player in the season. He's team.
0: got an OPS under 600 and has all season long so Alec Bohm, like has to get better he's gotten so unlucky the 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 blind I mean we all see it right how many balls did he hit the guys or it's like up oh, that would have been a hit that should have been it. that should have yeah.
1: been it. and and now he's 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 it feels like he's uh, reacting emotionally to every single one <laughs> dude he's taking it yeah, yeah. He's taking it all very personally. Yeah. and yeah. honestly i wouldn't hate sending him down and I, and i know that would, that would be like a massive ego blow and and for a guy that batted three thirty eight last year and mm-hmm. had a had a runners scoring position, his average was over four hundred. And like we're talking about, and I threw out the uh, R. Freddie Freeman. You know, <laughs> sending down sending down R. Freddie Freeman would be would hurt. Um, but <laughs> would it? it would. But we we have to get him back on track. And like we have to get him back on track because. This team is only going to be as good as it can be offensively if Alec Bohm is the guy that he's projected to be, and he's supposed to be the guy he was last year. When Alec Bohm was going last year, the Phillies are a top six offense. Like that was there. Obviously, the offense has been brutal this year. McCutcheon hasn't helped that. Bohm hasn't helped that. But if you can if you can just set or sit Boehm down and just let him kind of take a deep breath. Like I, we can't. This team can't wait till the All Star break. Like if we wait till the All Star break, they might be out of it. Yeah, like out of trending it, out of in it. that
0: direction, my friend. Right,
1: you have to get him going, and and I, they've tried things like benching him with with Brad Miller. They've tried certain things, but sending him back down, maybe getting him comfortable, at least getting him some confidence back, and then bringing him back up, it could it could do it could do wonders for him, and could be the thing that could save this baseball team. So I wonder if they send him down. I, I, it would be it would be shocking. It, it would be would, shocking. Yeah, but. The, I don't feel the way that I feel about Scott Kingery with Alec Boehm. I don't feel the way even I thought about Reese Hoskins two years ago, where it's like, like, Reese kind of is what he is. He's a good player, not a good He's a, a hot, player. cold guy. It's just what he is. But I think Alec Bohm legitimately is a great offensive player when he, when he gets right, and I still feel that way. I know it's been a, stru- a tough little start here, but I, I still feel that way. So I would definitely consider sending him down, try to get him right, and, and, and bring him back up and hope that he can start to do something here.
0: I mean, they got to figure something out, right? I mean, it's just—and it, and it hasn't gotten any better. It looks, to your point, like he's more and more frustrated on a nightly basis. And then you add in the defense thing, which, like, look, we all know. But I'm sure that's wearing on him, too, right? Like, the fact that he's a disaster defensively, too, I'm sure. That's number three going down right now. Um, three! I like the follow the call-out. Yeah, the three! Cut your three! Mm-hmm. It's like we're in, in a restaurant together. Back! Behind you! Okay. Um, another reason for optimism— Bryce Harper's going to play again, right, at some point? I mean, maybe. I mean, JT will get better now that he's back. DD... Maybe he'll play again. I mean, look, we he was throwing the ball
1: across the infield the <laughs> saw, other day. I saw it. Pretty, that's a big move.
0: Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. Look, they—they—and it's hard to, to complain about injuries when you know the team that's in first place in the division is like a mash unit out there. Cameron Maybron is starting for the Mets. Got right his now. first hit. Yeah, Cameron freaking Mabren. I think he's one still. Cameron Maybran's still in Major League Baseball somehow. So like, it's hard to complain about it. But those are three massive injuries, and JT's back. But those are three of your five best hitters, right? The the <laughs> we'll get to the defense in a sec. The pitching, like you said, can be good, and the bullpen will get too. But certainly better than last year. You know, we could say that it's the offense. This team—if we had come into the season—we would say they live and die with this offense. Everything else is is extra. Like they need to start hitting the ball, Jack. That's where this season can turn for the better.
1: Yeah, and ultimately, I mean McCutcheon's back down. I mean he was he was looking like he was heating up a little bit a little there.
0: Bit. Little, little, yeah. little hot streak yeah. in, in the beginning of may it felt like you yeah, know he's couple back weeks. he's
1: back <laughs> he's back um man because you like ultimately it comes down to him uh, it, like you have to get Andrew McCutcheon going I mean he's he's, he's supposed to be your leadoff hitter obviously odouble has been there the last couple games um Segura's fine in the two hole but like the lineup is so much more deep and and so much more potent if you can get Andrew McCutcheon right and he hasn't been right he, 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 his bat just looks slow. Um, he's not hitting the ball hard anymore. Striking out a ton, um, and you do hope that when Didi gets back, you know, hope you hope that that swelling in the elbow goes down. I mean, but I, I'm worried about that too. Of course, how could you not be worried, worried about that? The Tommy guy had Tommy John. Tommy John surgery. I know it's ridiculous, so, and it was a two-year deal. Well, you know, know. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. super, yeah, super. It's great. The thing is though, like if they can get, if they can just get these guys back, the I don't.
0: Second worst in baseball. Yeah,
1: and I, like uh, the strikeout thing is, is kind of crazy um, because I did kind of buy into the theory of what well, I'd rather have a strikeout than a double play or whatnot. Mm. But uh, Alec Bones on pace to, to break the double play record. <laughs> so, um, but like like the, the the game on Saturday where they're striking out,
0: it was like fifteen times. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was I fifteen. Mean,
1: like you. And I, I've said this in the past, but like you can't win games in October with the strikeout rate that they're going at right now. Like, for as much as regular season baseball, it's a grind and it's a it's a whole you know, you know, it's a journey, right? Mm-hmm. That, that regular season baseball is like to win games in October, you have to be able to do the little things. And what we've seen so far is they can't do the little things. I mean, they, they can't. They, they definitely can't defend fundamentals. Yeah, they can't defend. Yeah. They don't know which base to turn a throw to. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But, but, but putting the bat on the ball and creating hard contact and that stuff, like it matters. And you look at the best teams in baseball. They generally have the lower strikeout rates. You know, Houston's always up there. Boston's always up there. And honestly, that's where Nebraska came from. I mean, Nebraska kind of built that Red Sox offense um, on the basis of you know balls in the gap, getting runners over. Mm-hmm. The 2018 team was an absolute juggernaut when it came to that level of baseball. This team doesn't have Mookie. This team doesn't yes, have yeah. J.D. Martinez, yeah, Rafael Devers, Alexander Bogarts. Bogarts yeah. right. But they can still do little things that help that can help you win ball games. Um, so I, I believe in the track records, and I think it's going to get better. But it is just brutal to watch right now.
0: Well, yes, it is brutal, and I think offensively the strikeouts are kind of the the symbol of that. Obviously, I think on, on more macro when you look at this team, the defense is what stands out to you as like. Not major league quality, Jack.
1: I I thought the 2018 uh, team defensively was the worst that ever. Well, seen. with Reese
0: Hoskins in left field, yeah, yeah you would think that putting Reese Hoskins in left field would be the lowest it could get. Yeah, and it doesn't get worse. Shortstop? Yeah, yeah, it's worse. Yeah. So here's my question: and you play baseball your whole life, you're a baseball guy. We all understand they're not talented, right? <laughs> it's pretty Player, from a defensive perspective they lack talent offensively we think they'll get back to where they're supposed yeah. to be or head in that direction defensively they don't have talent but they can look the ball under their glove they can know where to throw it when it gets hit to them you be like, oh, oh i should throw it to second base now that's the right decision instead of holding the ball and waiting to watch someone take an extra base or whatever like all that stuff like a what can be done to fix it in the middle of a season with a bunch of veteran players and b who's to blame like who is this on? Is this on Girardi? Is this on the players? Is this on everybody? What what why can they not go out and just play fundamental baseball?
1: Yeah, I, Ever. I know. I know. And it's it's it was that way under Gabe. Yeah. It was that way under Gabe. And we thought that with Girardi coming in here that would change, but I, I have a hard time putting it on the manager, you know. I mean, I guess like if you want to make them go do more like <laughs> defensive work, I guess you could. Um I just don't think they have a talented defenders. I mean
0: Yeah, but, but I get that. I get that. I'm f i am I understand it. Like you can't get to a ball. It's it's a uh maybe a great left fielder gets to it, Andrew McCutcheon's not going to. Yeah. I get it. It's when he drops the ball, man. It's when the ball's coming into Jean Zigara's glove and he just boots it. Yeah it's when Andrew McCutcheon doesn't know what beast to throw the ball to when he gets it. Like that's the stuff that like at a certain point I understand the players have to do it themselves, but at a certain point, like what is, what what is the manager here for? What is George already making five million dollars for? Because it's certainly not for the in-game decisions he's D- making.
1: But have we factored in maybe it's for double switching? <laughs> I mean, does he, he have a might double get, switch I incentive? Mean,
0: it's look, he should get a lot more than if he gets paid for well, double switch. It would be making fifty million. He's
1: doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a great job. He, he works one in once again.
0: Seriously, I hear a lot of this, and I hear it from a lot of former players. Like you know, we know people. We talk to people. Whatever right. uh, people work at WPL. and a lot of the particularly former players. And you're a player. Semi. Not at that level, but you no, played. No, you I mean, consider you're in your mind. In you're a mind, major league baseball could player, me. a superstar. Could have been me. Uh, like, why do people keep letting Joe Girardi off the hook for this? Because at a certain point, like, do something, like anything.
1: Well, I think it comes down. I think a lot of players feel like it's on the player, and I, and I, but I, and one thing I will say is that I think that a lot of the defensive struggles do happen because. I feel like they're all trying to go on a winning streak every play. Like they're all trying to to break the game open all mm-hmm. the time and they're they're trying to be the hero. You know, you see the misplays in the field and maybe that's because they're all trying to be so they're trying too hard like Gabe used to say. Mm-hmm. But there is some truth to that. Where like you feel like all the pressure's on you and any little mistake you make is going to cost the team and it's going to it's going <laughs> to keep spiraling downward this baseball season. So, you know, maybe from the standpoint of of they are literally in their own heads because they're trying to they're pressing and they're trying to go on a winning streak by themselves every day. I mean, it it could be that they're so psyched out. But the thing is, is that this is year four of this. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the guys. I, I, Girardi, I just I guess he's not going to go out there and break down their athletic positions and their hands and that stuff. That comes down to doing a lot of fungo work and working with the coaches and all that. Like, I mean, he's probably tried to flip over tables. Like, we, don't, we don't know any of that stuff. He's probably tried getting We saw him getting mad at Gene Segura. But ultimately, it comes down to players just knowing and doing their job. Um, and listen, if he wants to start holding players accountable and, like, benching them for stuff, that'd be great. But also, it puts the Phillies in a worse situation. Like they like they're like they don't have enough bench depth trust
0: me I know dude I where know. they can do that. look on a basic level the biggest problem with this team is the roster it's the lack of roster depth it's a lack of this is four you've slowed down by the way it's drastically all right well, we're four been a lot talking count four four okay um so look I, I Absolutely agree. Roster depth, the inability to bring guys up from the minor. I mean, you look at all these teams, the great teams, you know, the Dodgers, all these teams, they, like a guy gets hurt and they just bring someone up. And it's like, oh, that guy can play. That guy's a major league player.
1: Look at the Rays. They traded Willie Adamas. Yeah, they
0: traded their starting shortstop. Like, just see ya. Cool. Like, and they fill. And they fill these holes. And it's guys who play defense. It's guys who yeah. have timely hits. It's like guy after guy after guy. So I agree. I know roster depth is a problem. But at a certain point, like, I understand the talent problems. That I can accept. It's the fundamentals. It's the the stuff that I could do. Like I know where to throw the ball. I know where the ball's supposed to go in a situation. Five, count them. Five. I know I know what to do with the ball. I know how to look a ball into my glove. I know I understand. But these guys are major league players. At a certain point, like hold field practice. I know they don't do that in the majors. Screw it. Like do the stuff you see in like stupid sports movies if you have to. Like major league or whatever. Like I don't. I know that's not the way it works. But at a certain point, like. Shake it up! Do something different because every night this team makes the same boneheaded mistakes. You want to play
1: twenty one? They should. They should go play twenty one. Sure. And get the twenty one outs. Yeah. Well, I guess in baseball, in major league baseball, it's twenty seven. We used to play. 21 well, yeah.
0: Or seven. I, I mean, yeah. It, if, if except for the Phillies, which it's thirty four or thirty five every night. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or <laughs> or when they're on the road, it's twenty four. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't. They're not allowed to win on the road. This yeah. It's part of the. It's in the yeah. rules. God, they I, they I, have I, to get destroyed on the road. Like, do you ever feel worse? about the Phillies ever than when they're on the road? No. I I just expect it. And they always find a way to make
0: it, like, excruciating. Well, and also, they just, yes, yes. And in one way or the other, either a game they should win that they blow in a a heartbreaking or devastating fashion, or it's something like yesterday where they just get their doors blown off by a Cincinnati roster that, like, wasn't even starting a bunch of guys. I mean, Winker wasn't the lineup. I mean, like, it's like... I think I, I mean I've never even heard of the guy. Who, but shock! Early.
1: Oh, I didn't know who he was.
0: No idea. Yeah. Kyle Farmer. I know the name. Terrible. Stevenson. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like who are these guys?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's Cincinnati, so I that's know they a... rag, they rag, but
0: yeah, I I just it is it is excruciating. And here's the thing, and you've made this point before on the pod, and I think it's important: is the group of guys on the road? Like, it just feels like they have no life on the road. It feels like they're dead men walking. Mm-hmm. Like they just. It doesn't matter what they're coming off of. It doesn't matter the situation. Like, there's just going to be no energy, no excitement, no heart.
1: Well, it's clear that they have a leadership problem. I mean, clear. it's, it's clear there, there is night, a...
0: Night is... Or clear as day. Thank you. Wow. I'm usually the one That blows that. That was a bad one. Wow. That was a bad yeah, one. night is
1: day. Night it's is a, it's day. as night as day as yeah. anyone can see. Sure. Um, New Jim Nance pit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sure Bert is, in
0: here, I didn't even see that coming well it is
1: night as day that when you like <laughs> watch this team that it's a leadership void i mean like and 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 there there's a, there's a, just a disconnect there's a disconnect somewhere where they go and i don't i honestly don't know how to quantify it i don't know how to put my finger on what the disconnect is all i know is that there's something and it might take like a, a reshaking the core you know to kind of either wake anyone up or or any of that stuff because this team has no idea how to win on the road, like at all. I mean, it's been this way for four years, and for I mean, these the main players have been here for three years, um, and it might take. Like I mean, like I always think about the Nomar Garcia Par trade, you know, where the Red Sox traded him and they got Orlando Cabrera back, and and they went on a run because they they felt like they needed a shake up in the clubhouse. They did. You think about um, you think about you think about like uh, the Bobby Abreu trade. You know, Abreu is a good player, but, you know, the, you don't know what was going on there, but they moved on from it, and the team went on a run and all that stuff. So, I don't know. Th- there's some disconnect with this team on the road that it just, just hasn't translated in the last couple of years.
0: All right, we're going to get to questions in a second. your questions in on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Maybe eat another peanut chew. Yeah. Okay, yeah get on it. You're a little bit. it. Yeah, Philly sports fans know how to celebrate the return of baseball by going nuts, cheering on their favorite team while enjoying Goldenberg's Peanut Chews, the delicious game day snack. We're up to six. I'm going to smoke this over, by the way. This baseball season, go nuts with Peanut Chews, the best-tasting snack in Philadelphia. Grab them today at your favorite retailer. Love Peanut Chews. You're doing a great job, Jack. All right, let's get some questions. Get your questions in. Anything big picture you want to get to before we start taking some questions? We'll get to more. I want to talk about Wheeler. I want to get a little more in-depth than Wheeler. I want to talk Nola. Let's get in some questions, though. So on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, E underscore Brown215 says, remember when we thought Gabe Kappler was the problem? Fun
1: times. Yeah. You know who's never the problem?
0: Well, yeah.
1: yeah. Gabe Kapler.
0: <laughs> well, here's what I'll say. Think about how many times, just this year, forget last year. Let's throw last year in the worst bullpen ever and all out the window. How many times this year can you think of a specific thing that Joe Girardi has done or a situation that has happened where if it were Gabe Kapler, it would be the entire season, mm-hmm. every single day. We'd the the going out to the mound twice for Wheeler. Boom. Never. We'd never stop talking about it ever again. The the not having Eniel De Los Santos on the roster for the game. Are you kidding me? Gabe Kapler. He might have gotten fired that night because the fans would be outside the stadium like with pitchforks. I mean, so many things. The the Segura thing. The this that. Like it's like so many things that Girardi does. Where if it were Gabe Kapler, it would be like a. A meltdown mm-hmm. in this. And then now we didn't get to it, but how about Joe Girardi saying, ho, 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 not telling you guys anything anymore. Nope. Every other team in baseball has no problem telling you what's going on, but not us.
1: Not us, because I got caught lying. Manager's decision. It's oh, all
0: a manager. God. Yeah, it's... it's such a loser move. It's a loser move, Joe. If you're watching right now, and you might be there in Cincinnati waiting for the game, Joe, loser move, buddy. It's a loser move.
1: I will say this, Soft. though. I will say this on the Gabe thing, and... It's funny because I actually remember those times and oh
0: yeah, you—that's a long time ago. Well, I'm listen, impressed. It was
1: a lot of baseball. <laughs> it was a lot of it was—it was, it was just tough to get through September's at that point. <laughs> True, like yes. September Phillies are the the yes. date of my existence, yes. but um, but I will say, like the upgrade from Klentak to Farhan is a pretty massive sure. upgrade. It is so,
0: gave But again, like look at that roster. Like I know, look, and I know that Farhan's a genius and clearly is because that's a Better roster than it looks on the surface. But you can't tell me that that roster is better than this roster. You can't.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, that's a, that's a funny part. It's like you see the Phillies on paper, and you're like, that's a pretty good team. And then yeah. you see them play, and they're like, well. Uh, not as good as I thought. They're definitely bad. Yeah. They're definitely not great at this whole baseball yeah. thing. So um, I do think the upgrade from Farhan to uh, Farhan – you know, from Klintak is a massive upgrade, and they clearly find actual value at the margins. Like, mm-hmm. remember that whole
0: oh, thing yeah. here? Sure. Unlike yeah. here. Sure. I that- think
1: Darren Ruff has, like, the fifth highest, <laughs> like, like uh, Woba, or, or maybe, like, expected Woba. Like, the guy, I mean, the guy's it's been a machine out there. It's unbelievable. He's barely playing.
0: Yeah, could you? Actually, yeah.
1: It's, so he he's dude, Darren Ruff's pretty high up. Uh, I mean, he's finally living up to <laughs> Babe So, Ruff.
0: just to, we're, we're 26 minutes in, F4 and Woba so far.
1: The awesome, tracker. This, this is this is what Goldenberg's peanut juice yeah. signed up for.
0: Chicks dig the woba. I've heard. Chicks that. do dig the <laughs> woba, <wolf>, and <laughs> chicks
1: also dig Goldenberg's peanut juice. All right,
0: important comment from Brad. They do well. So, look at this guy. This is you know. Eat one. Yeah. Eat another. Seven. Do another. Seven. Do it. Hold on. We're waiting for this one. This is like a a, a momentous one. There it is. Needed it. Okay. Good question from or good comment. It's not a question. A comment from Brad Williams underscore twelve. He says, "Seltzer looks like a James. Jack looks like a Kyle." What do you think? I kind of see it. What up, Kyle?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Look, Kyle. This is not a Chad, right? Yeah, that's,
0: you know. Sorry, buddy. I got yeah, a buddy sorry Chad. Yeah, sorry, any Chads out there? I got a buddy name. One of my best friends named Chad. Um, We call him Butters, though. So. Butters? Um, yeah, he got a haircut once that looked like Butters from South Park, and 20 years later, he's still Butters. Yeah, see,
1: I feel That'd like that's great. that's your whole friend group. Like, your your nickname Schweppi, right? Yes, Schweppi.
0: Right. Yes, right. <laughs> for Schweppes. Yes. Schweppes, yes. seltzer yeah. water, Schweppi. Right.
1: Yeah, you guys have not moved the nicknames on in in, (laughs) in, in your years, in your years since high school. (laughs) No, yeah, Um, and we all know for you, high school was a very long time ago. Long,
0: so um, long. I don't even remember it really. I mean,
1: I'm sure you don't. I mean, it's it's damn near prehistoric at this (laughs) time. The
0: Phillies have been bad, good, and then bad again since I was a kid. Would you
1: say that's the funny part of this team is like they're way more talented than the post '93 teams? Yes. Yes. Way more like I don't know, like '04.
0: Yeah, but those, oh, Bo- those BOA teams were all right. I mean, they won, like, what, 86, 85, 86 games with those BOA teams? I mean, I, you wouldn't think the talent's much better, but the results were.
1: I know. <laughs> <It's
0: funny.
1: laughs> I know. But I, I feel like a Kyle's at least a compliment. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Take it as one. Well, the
1: only reason I'm wearing yeah, I feel like it's because I'm wearing Bat. the hat backwards. The only reason I'm wearing it backwards is because I haven't got a haircut in a while. Ah, uh, is that what it was? And I want to look good on camera. I shaved.
0: Is- look at this. Shaved. I know. You can see I'm my proud of you, buddy. can see my face scar. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what? You should. He's, yeah. he's an... He's an adult. I mean, oh, here we go. Uh, Matt Little says, Fritz, guys over 20 don't wear their hats backwards unless you're in the gym or playing sports. Matt, you are correct.
1: Well said. Matt, I will agree. But also, I think I look pretty good. And, <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm not having a good hair day. The hair's looking a little long. i got an appointment all set up. I'm trying to get it cut. I and, get it. I get it. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't want my bad hair showing up on camera. This is a big deal. The yeah. Goldenberg Spinach Trees is not, you know, they're not. They don't want me having a bad hair.: day. Yeah. So I decided to go with the hat look. They
0: uh, that was actually in the writing. Yeah. It was the Make thing. sure Jack's yeah. hair isn't yeah.
1: looking hair. Tell
0: him to wear a hat because it's probably gonna be bad. Right now,
1: I was also thinking about wearing my Phillies hat, uh, but that's a frontward facing hat, and I feel like it would look yeah. weird on camera. That's
0: true. That's a good point. A
1: lot of thought went into my hat.
0: <laughs> Sounds like far too much. I just had my really wife does. shave my head. And right. And I well, like, yeah, now. No, it's okay.
1: When my, when my hair is right, like I'm good, it's, it's, it's
0: strong. It's a coif. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got a coif. Girl. Sure is. <laughs> and we're back. How about that? Jack? Literally
1: a second and a half later.
0: It <laughs> was magic.
1: Nothing magic. happened. In, nothing happened in between.
0: I stayed silent for like a second and a half. And, and then, that's a, that's a long time like, for you. Hey, I know trust me I was like a patient I was like a, a pulling you know pulling myself back there I All know right. um that was fun uh, again video yearbook people keep us in mind yeah especially when you're talking um, to
1: the biggest fan of the video yearbook out there I mean
0: I know you and neighbor dan that's it that's yeah. the only two people i know who watch it every year Na- you guys watch the 2021 or the 2019 one I mean it's like what are you guys doing like oh, it's like torture
1: dude i I could wa- I, I i i got stuck on a 1998 video yearbook the other day
0: <laughs> dude you're so
1: weird i uh, know i
0: don't i don't for the 2021 in particular i'm coming up with a number in my head i'm gonna say 500 dollars that's what someone would have to pay me to what re, i'm trying to be realistic here but, you know, maybe dude, 100 yeah if let's roll 100 relax. i'd probably sit down and watch it but i mean choosing for 48
1: two, minutes you couldn't sit down and watch the 2020 video yearbook
0: Sounds so horrible. I lived it. I don't want to relive it. Oh, I do. I know. I know. Well, you gotta. I know.
1: Well, you gotta understand, man. It's like middle of winter. All I gotta do is watch this basketball team, whatever. This hockey team, whatever. I'm thinking baseball all times, and I just needed a little bit of something, and I was super giddy. I love the yearbook. I love the Phillies video yearbook. I love it every year. It makes me very happy. I would narrate it if they wanted me to narrate it. Shout out to the Phillies video department. Get me on the horn. I'll be over there in a second. We're asking a
0: lot from the Phillies video department today. Yeah.
1: Well, listen. Yeah. I love it every year. And I even write out things that they could use, you know, like the bird poop thing. I mean, I already think of the turning points in the season. For the video yearbook,
0: the point is you watch the season with the video yearbook in mind. I do as you're, wa- yeah, yeah, you're thinking of as you go the narratives, the- yeah, and that's what makes you special, buddy. That's
1: what makes me me, pal.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. Yeah. Uh all right, take back.
1: Yeah. So um, I like what the Phillies are doing this weekend uh, with the with the pitching rotation. I know it's it, there's there's talk. I don't. I know you don't. I know you don't. But. Um, For those
0: who don't know, they're not skipping Howard and Velasquez as they could have and gone Wheeler Nola Eflin, uh, instead or Wheeler Eflin Nola. Uh, they are leaving them in the spots. It's going to be Wheeler Howard Velasquez this weekend,
1: right? And I and and I'm very curious to see what Howard does. Of course, um, it's a big one because I mean he finally got into the fifth inning the other day. And the V load dipped again. So you're hoping as this thing stretches out, we're seeing more from him. All that stuff. But I do like the idea of pushing back Eflin a little bit because I do think that Eflin was is is just a little tired. Like I, I don't like his mechanic wise, it just looks like he's a little slow, um, and I think that has to do with with him being maybe a little bit worn down. And he's had problems with heavy body in the past. He's had he's had problems with uh, dead arm in the past. And I just I felt like the start um, Sunday in in Tampa. You know, he just wasn't able to consistently get inside the lefties. He was leaving cutters and sliders out over the middle of the plate. He was leaving his two seam around the middle of the plate. And that usually is is a sign to me that a guy's just a little bit tired. So um, I like that they're pushing him back a little bit, giving him a little bit extra rest because they're going to need Eflin. And he's been fine. He's been almost like Nola where it's like, yeah, I mean, he's been fine. But, I mean, his ERA is over four now. Like, it's... It's time to get it back down into the, the three fives and below. So um, I like that they're giving him a little bit of a breather, and and hopefully this kind of gets him back.
0: Yeah, look, that's a, a good argument. Uh, I get it. I, we don't know if he's tired or not. It does seem like he is. And obviously he's had these issues in the past with the tired arm and tired body and dead body or whatever it's called. So, yeah, I, look, I get it. I, I just – any chance I can get to skip those guys, I'm going to skip them. But I get it. I get it. What else? Um, how about the
1: weird, uh, Girardi quotes on Mickey? Like all of a sudden they don't, yeah, they the don't
0: corner outfielder stuff and... and they don't
1: view him as a center fielder. And and it's like, well, I mean, why? I mean, his value should be in center field. Like I don't, I personally don't think of Mickey as a corner outfielder. You know, I think of more as a like a center fielder with good defense that could hit a little bit. Like when I think of corner outfielders, I just think of, of more, like more pop and stuff like that. So I just thought it was a weird quote, and uh, it, it's a shape in the philosophy, I guess, of the organization. Um, and I don't know. I, I mean, I'm very curious to see what their plans are here because it, it doesn't really seem like they, they totally have one.
0: Yeah, very clearly. Would it be shocking, Jack, for them not to have a plan? I mean, in reality, what did we just talk about with Spencer Howard? I mean, over and over and over again, what the hell was the plan with this guy? What has been the plan with this guy? I mean— I know we talked about the Facebook Live thing, but rolling him out in Colorado for that, you know, <laughs> tend to run game or whatever. I mean, what? seriously, though, like that's your that's your top prospect in the organization, like the top guy, the most important young player in your organization, arguably. And, and you're just like throwing him to the bullpen and moving him back. and then try, Like, they, it doesn't seem like they have a strong plan for any of these guys in terms of development oh, wow, the Phillies are bad at developing players. Like, shocking. Like, I, I do think that's an issue. And I think that this kind of, um, you know, lack of defined plan, lack of, of direction for players, for the team, for for development is, is absolutely a concern because that's what Dave Dombrowski is supposed to come in here and do. Like, he's supposed to give the team direction, he's supposed to set this organization on the right path, right? I mean, that's the point. And so far between that type of stuff between the roster mismanagement we've seen this season. And obviously I've talked a ton about the Harper injury stuff, the JT DD waiting days, playing with a short bench. Like it's concerning. Like the, the, the organization's ability to be a functional baseball organization that does things the right way is absolutely in question right now.
1: Fun times, fun times. Um, so yeah, that's, that's something to monitor for sure. um, I legitimately think the Phillies should leak to one of the media members that they're thinking about reworking the core or something at the deadline. Like, give them one last, whether you do it or not. But give push. Yeah, like you saw the this happened with the Cubs. Uh, I think in April or maybe early May. Like where they leaked, they leaked something to I think Morosi about how like yeah, Chris Brown, Chris Brown would be gone and maybe Javi and this stuff. And the the Cubs responded by going eighteen and eight in um in in May. So. Uh, all of
0: a sudden, they they have like the best record in the National League, or right there. Right.
1: Like, maybe a little something to be like, hey, if you guys don't turn this around, we're going to start selling these pieces off. So, um, and then if they don't respond to that, maybe that's something that could uh, be like, all right, well, if we're not going to respond to that, then I guess we do need to blow it up. And it gives you a better uh, plan heading into the trade deadline.
0: Yeah. I think it's a fascinating thing that the buy or sell thing is going to be really interesting if they. Kind of stay with what they've been, this mediocre, a few games under 500 type of team. Like that's going to be a really interesting discussion because it's a, um, it's a tough spot for this organization. I mean, it's time, right? I mean, how many times have we talked about this? It's been a decade. Like everyone on this team is, like it's time for this team to be a playoff contender, to make the playoffs, to to do something as a franchise and this group of guys. And if they become sellers at the deadline, I don't think they'll be full-on sellers if they were. Like, I really don't. I don't think they would take it on the chin like that. But it is a, you know, it's a big moment, a pivot point for this franchise. Because, I mean, they just tanked. They went through the whole thing. And... It's not looking great in terms of did it work or did it not work, Jack? And like, if they're gonna do it again, if they're gonna trade off pieces and kind of start over and mess with the core and all that, and I don't, again, I don't think it would be a full on rebuild, a full on whatever. But man, it's it's a concerning thing, and it goes back to the direction of the franchise we we're just talking about. Like, what is it? Where are they going? What are they doing?
1: Yeah, and I just don't. Uh, uh, and this is this has to be part of it. I mean, I don't know how you sell to Bryce and JT and Wheeler and Didi and Nola and hoskins like how do you sell to those guys that hey we're gonna you know trade away pieces uh, like especially harper and jt like they signed for five years wheeler kind of same same thing like it, it's just it's a it's a hard sell to to the guys that are here and i mean it, and
0: to the fan base too, yeah man. i mean could
1: it be the best could it be the, for the best yeah I mean, honestly,
0: it might be. It probably might be. I mean, if this is the team, if they don't get better, like if this is the group, then yeah, it's 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 the better thing to do. Right.
1: And and you just hope that those guys are on board with it. And I mean, ultimately, comes down to making the best decision for you. If they are eight games out of it or eight games under five hundred, like around the deadline, you have to sell. Um, And I hope it doesn't get to that point. But it it would be fascinating. And uh, I wonder if they would. I really wonder if they would have the the stomach to do it. Like yeah, like real like like really give away a player. Yeah, I
0: get it. I get it. Like trade Zach Wheeler or something like that. Like I don't think they do. I I am with you and especially if it continues on this path till the trade deadline like I would advocate for it cuz this team's not winning anything. The way they're playing, the way they're put together, like they're not uh, you know. I mean, th- what could you I mean, for Zach Wheeler right now you could get like <laughs> You could get a real like you could make a Jared Kalinick type trade and get someone like that. Like it not now. You know what I mean? When the the Cano trade, like that's the kind of haul you could get. You could get like a future superstar of your franchise for Zach Wheeler. I mean, it's something you'd have to consider. Right. I know. This team continues that way. And again, I don't I don't think they'll have the stones for it for what you point out, the the clubhouse, those guys there, the Bryce Harper Middleton stuff, all that, and then for the fan base. Like, the fan base riots if that happened, and I get it. Like, and also they're gonna lose, there's apathy sets in, and people are like, again, really, this is it, this is the Phillies? All right, why should I pay attention to this? People are already saying it. We had people calling up today talking about the Sixers and being like, I'm I'm just sad this Sixers thing is gonna end because I don't want the Phillies to be the only team left. And it's like, well, I was about to curse there, Jack. I was about to say, uh-uh. well, bleep, man. Well, bleep. Well, F word. That's what I'm thinking right there, Jack. Cause that's like that hurts my soul, man.
1: All right. This is this is hypothetical. Would you trade Zach Wheeler for CJ Abrams right now from
0: the Padres? Oh, buddy. Um, I don't know. I mean, I need to get I mean Abrams is really good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um would you would you trade him for Austin Martin from the Blue Jays?
0: I like, oh buddy, Bobby Witt Jr. Like that well, I mean, there's no I, way the Royals the Royals Royals aren't trading do for a piece, obviously. But it's like that's the level of guy I need. You know, I need someone where I'm like, all right, that dude's a star. Dude, would like, the Yankees
1: that... would the Yankees give us Jason Dominguez?
0: I mean, they might.
1: I mean, he's seventeen. He
0: can give Zach Wheeler. Will- I mean, Listen, honest,
1: honest to God, and, and we're not saying trade Zach Wheeler. No, no but, no. but I will say this. You're talking to the wrong podcast if you're not looking forward to the possible prospects they could they get back. Oh, my God. Are you
0: kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, go.
1: you got to remember who you're talking to here. Like, I yeah. I, I love prospects. So, yeah.
0: like, would I you tra- would would trade you, anyone on the team for, for a true blue? Like, would you trade him for, like,
1: Nolan Gorman from the Cardinals?
0: <laughs> He's going to keep rattling names off me.
1: I, I like their Vital Bruhan from the rays but they won't do it no i don't
0: think so you wander let's just get wander you think that's yeah cool?
1: let's get wander franco that sounds
0: good like they'll just give us wander i'd right? probably no
1: i probably trade him for zach bean but that's me um whew, listen i know it would hurt but phew, we're talking about getting a superstar back here all right never mind sorry to bring that up we are not advocating <laughs> We're not advocating should, should, should for Zach Wheeler.
0: So that portion of the podcast. By we, the way, would you trade him for Royce Lewis?
1: No, Royce Lewis stinks. I, I, I think, oh, wow. Yeah, he stinks. I'm not, Top I'm not 10 a
0: prospect at the sport, buddy.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Personally, I don't think so.
0: Oh, I like this take. Hating on him. Would you trade him for good. Mackenzie Gore? Oh, dude. I, so I I would probably want to bat back. Yeah, so, but, would so would I. So I. Yeah, Mackenzie is really nasty. Just throw it Padres. The Padres are one of the best records in baseball. It's like, oh, look at all these prospects they have.
1: <laughs> I would trade him for uh, the the Giants. Probably wouldn't do it, but Marco Luciano is like a super yeah, yeah, superstar. Yeah, I would.
0: I would trade. I, can we just trade the Phillies for the Padres and just we'll take sure. AJ Preller. We'll take the whole thing. Oh, sure.
1: uh, I'm not sold on AJ Preller. Sorry.
0: Well, oh, he's done a hell of a lot better job than than we have, my friend.
1: Yeah, he has with. You know, a, a, a hundred years to do it.
0: Job. Well,
1: okay. Um,
0: not just that, like went for it, had the stones to say, all right, this didn't work, and went out and got all these great prospects, and now it's going for it again, and he's crushing it. So I, I think that dude's done a really good job.
1: Well, I can't argue against what Matt Klintak did here, so uh, that's on me.
0: Honestly, we're going to look back, and, and we we can already do it now. But we're going to look back 50 years from now and be like, "Wow, Matt Klintak was the worst thing that ever happened to oh, the Oh, I can't place.
1: wait! I already can't wait to tell my grandkids about Matt Klintak. Uh, I mean, God. honestly, like on my deathbed, I might say Klintak ruined what was supposed to be my 20s. Yeah, L- yeah, like he <laughs> <laughs> ruined my 20s, dude. I, s- yeah. I swear to God, Matt Klintak ruined my 20s. I mean. Like, I'm so jealous of people that were in their 20s for the 08 run. I know you were in your 30s, but... um
0: are <laughs> such an asshole. I was not in my 30s. <laughs> but,
1: yet. like, but I just wanted to enjoy Phillies baseball while I was younger and whatever. Matt Klintzak ruined, ruined all of that. So, appreciate him and McPhail. Um, yeah. And, and, by the way, we're not advocating for trading Zach Wheeler. But, no! But, <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> look, if this team keeps playing the way they've been playing everyone's going to be talking about should they trade Zach really come the trade deadline. What? So, you know, and they did talk about it before the season, right? Well, I mean, it, is, is Babe
1: Ruth about is Babe Ruth a prospect? <laughs>
0: Forgot. Yep. Oh, uh, what
1: else? And my final thing here is uh, good to see Adam Hazley back. He was uh, up in yeah. AAA. Um, yes. We obviously don't know what happened. Um, and uh, I'm, I hope he's in a, in, in a, in a good state. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's it just, I'm just glad he's, I'm glad he's healthy. That's all. Like baseball, whatever you think of Adam Hazley the player, glad he's healthy.
0: Yeah. And, and whatever happened, I'm glad he's back and he wants to play baseball again. And, and that's awesome. And, uh, I will also, uh, throw out there, uh, shout out to the Woodward and Bernstein of baseball, JT Romuto. How about it? How about Mister calling out the substances, and now they're doing something about it, Jack?
1: I know it's gonna be this. This next, I think, three weeks is gonna be fascinating.
0: It's, be, it's already fascinating.
1: It's, it's always something with this sport, isn't it? Yeah, it
0: is. All right, you got anything else?
1: I don't. Just there's a uh, fresh cans of high hops at uh, Four Fingers Brewing Company, and uh please don't make us do more trade deadline trade-off stuff because i just want the phillies to go on a run and everything to be uh all happy once again Yeah,
0: no we want to be talking about what guys are we trading for to help this club that's the trade deadline stuff we want to do not the oh should we trade away to get prospects like not that but But we'll take some prospect all right we out of here yes all right. Uh, every, by the way, so you're, uh, all jokes aside, everyone who tuned into the Facebook Live, like, really meant the world to us. It was super fun. We had a great time doing it. Goldenberg's piano juice. Anytime you want us, we're there. Let's do it again. And uh, we just appreciate high hopes, high um, hopes listeners, high hopes people, our people. Uh, you guys are the best. Um, Please, can we? And here's the other thing I want, Jack. Here's the other thing I want. I'm not asking a lot. The next time we talk, I want us not to be saying, "Well, would have been nice if they spread those seventeen runs over a few games, huh?" Because they could have used them. Please don't let me say that, Phillies. Okay? Please just score more runs. Can we make this a thing?
1: We'll see. He Fritz himself. We'll see you later.